bit that won't make the show, because let's not do that. Uh, Eric just roasted me with a Woodstock joke, and I'm not sure how to feel about it. I laugh, though. <laughs> well, being a, I'm the one in age who's closest to when Woodstock actually happened. Yeah, I was going to make that I, I brought up the last Woodstock to somebody at work recently, like the one in the late 90s, and she went, there's never been another Woodstock since the first one. I was like, are you in denial? Are you serious? She goes, no, there was one. I'm like, no, there were several. And they tried to do a fourth one this year. Oh, God. Like, the second one was arguably as successful as the first one. The third one's a disaster that basically shut the whole festival down, and, like, people got hurt, and there was riots, and, like, they were selling, like, water for, like, what, $14 a bottle? Yeah, the third famous for rapes and people throwing shit at the stage. Awesome. Awesome. Peace, love, everybody. Yeah, 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 you know. Sometimes you just don't want to wake up. Sometimes you want to throw shit at uh, Fred Durst. Yeah. Are you quoting quoting the music right now? Yeah. Yeah, he is. It's funny to do another podcast, but you should listen to uh, Pod the Life, the history of Limp Bizkit, a a real podcast that actually exists. Are you fucking (laughs) Before before we tailspin off that, uh, hi, everybody. I'm Connor McGraw, and welcome to. what the fuck is this? After Dark 68 in the third? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. 68 over 128.529. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's some drop distance chain of memories. Uh, mm-hmm. it's all, this is all new 22. That's Colin, Colin Hyper Fighting Championship Edition Turbo. <laughs> EX plus Alpha 2 Arcade Edition. This version, uh, Connor can use handcuffs and uh, Lewis can launch fireballs from the air. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 They nerfed me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm, I'm thinking of Rainbow Edition. Sorry. That's the one that had all the crazy stuff in it. Yeah, and um, they made you shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way they could fit you in frame. <laughs> They're like, we already have a doll scene. We can't have a hunter to have a yeah, we, like, His reach is too ridiculous. We gotta. Yeah. He doesn't even stretch, and he's already reaching across the screen. He, he can throw a normal full screen. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to fit you in the HD remastered. <laughs> the aspect ratio was fucked in the arcade edition. You couldn't fit on screen. Um, uh, who else is here? Uh, Arlen Haro signing on. Uh, the internet's tall boy, Hunter Davenport, here. I've returned from the deep sea voyages I was on for the great <laughs> state of Minnesota. <laughs> it's Eric Rocha. <laughs> you should have stuck with him. Pirate. I don't know why left so hard. <laughs> now imagine if you left the entire episode. I'd, my throat would be just like gargling glass. Yeah, it's by the like episode. asking me to keep up that Macho Man impression for oh, longer than 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but 10% off of coffee. That guy had a heart attack. <laughs> and the and then, human and then, growth hormone. And then crashed into a tree. Yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. saved us from a rapture. Right. Um, so I'm Luke Gonzalez. When you said 33 to third, my first thought was Naked Gun and wondering if OJ was on this episode. Oh, no. Um, well, no. no, but he is here with us in spirit, of course. Here, do you want, um, do you want me to tweet at him? Yeah, he's on Twitter. <laughs> he's got I mean, know. you can say he's killing it. You know, do you someday... think OJ would come on the show if we asked him to? I'm really you glad know, OJ sits in the snap at this Twitter thing. I bet you, know, you if we had like three grand, we could get him. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like, but I, and like, like a it, bottle of dark rum. I mean, I feel like that's easy though. Like, if we just get them on the merit of our show, like just. Hmm. <laughs> we actually, I don't know if anybody would even ask him. So you could always tweet at him and ask. What do I get in return? Well, Mr. Simpson, I have a blonde woman here. Um, well, you can, no, we can do a whole episode and talk about his rap album. Yeah, yeah. We can we can tell him that we're uh, ardent fans of his innocence, and we'd like him to spend the next two hours just, telling us about okay, it. Okay, we tell him we're going to talk about his rap album, but then we bring him on. We talk about Macho Man's rap album. <laughs> I mean, the best way to get him on is to ask him about how he wishes he was in Terminator. Um, or if he does <laughs> wish that he was in the Terminator what? as the Terminator, yeah. <laughs> because he, was, he a- was the original casting of the T one hundred. He was why? he was the guy. Can you imagine? You have like he was so famous, and I guess yeah. the only Eric, you're like more in the age group, or at least where you were old enough to like have known. But you were still like a teenager when he was. Oh big, yeah, right? I was I was in uh well I was a freshman in high school I think when he yeah. got busted but yeah I mean it's it's not something I really thought about until I watched that uh Killing of America was it was that the movie something like that or OJ yeah. made uh, OJ Murder Made in America I think it was yeah, yeah. 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 Made in America yeah. yeah um but like looking back on it like he was just omnipresent I just never yeah. really mm-hmm. thought about it well, that because, was his whole quote when yeah. he was like when they were like saying. Oh, but you're black. He's like, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Like, yeah, he was this other. Like, I don't even think any other sports star has really nice. like done, especially not non wrestling like sports. Michael stars Jordan. No. Yeah, no. he's about as close as you can get. And even yeah, then, but he did but even then. And he's terrible. At it. Yeah, yeah the only one then. you can say right now is The Rock. Like, yeah, um, but he's a wrestler. I mean, like non wrestling. Yeah. No one like Michael Jordan. It doesn't really work because he's outside of like oj's acting like he's still never really been in the limelight quite the same way oj was mm-hmm. yeah. like OJ, also, no yeah also then this is my assessment just based off of watching the stuff having no like i wasn't there when it was happening is what i'm trying to say um michael jordan saying you weren't there i wasn't i was not <laughs> I there, was not I there. Think he never he never achieved like a mickey mouse type of uh, yeah, like level of fame, and I feel no, like OJ had that. Well, like, like, well, Michael Jordan tried branching and stuff like acting, it's like Space Jam mm-hmm. happened, and people were like, "Oh, oh, don't ever do this again." Yeah, no, yeah. no, we all Michael, love Space Jam. What? Yeah. Shut your mouth. Michael oh, Jordan uh, made okay. him more famous and way bigger than OJ, yeah. but he was not a personality. He's closer to Tiger Woods. Like in that, everybody mm-hmm. knows who Tiger Woods is, but Tiger Woods Tiger is, Woods is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's never pretty been close. in anything. OJ had this personality outside of the sport that mm-hmm. I don't maybe like Shaq. Shaq yeah. kind of did it, but he did well, like two did shitty movies. Did he though? Did he though? Well, I think I think the best way, at least for me, to describe OJ is just that he was willing to do anything for money. Yeah, no, it kept him in yeah, the limelight. Right, anything, Eric. Yeah, but but I think that like I feel like the public persona has something to do with it. Like, oh yes, he understood anyone in his era like how to play Mm -hmm. to the public. Yeah, but you can also do anything for money to get in the limelight. But also, it helps that you're like genuinely talented too because he's fucking funny. Well, let's not let's not mince words here either. He knew exactly how to play to a white audience. Oh, and that's, yeah. that's exactly what he was doing. He was in like, mm-hmm. like how it started. It's like he was in Naked Gun. He was Norbert. Yeah. Norbert? Yeah. Is that what's the character? Yeah, I think Norbert. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like that. yeah. 
he was which is hilarious. He was the safe black guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's anyway, this is a show spun off about a show about CW, <laughs> and we're talking about sports. This is the most sports talk the show has ever seen. Well, yeah, and even so, even yeah. even before uh, Naked Gun, like he was the guy who did the uh, Hertz rental car commercials. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was that was his way of of presenting his God, this mm-hmm. sounds terrible coming from a white guy, but his best face forward to a white mm-hmm. audience. Like he I, made himself approachable. Say, I'm trying to think yeah. of who could have taken his place. It's like I kind of think like LL Cool J stepped in that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, well, but later so on. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's now it's ice right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you say, say ice tea or ice cube? Ice T. Yeah, Ice T is the guy which I love. Have you ever seen the Twitter of like goofing on yes. his Twitter? Yes. The greatest thing. <laughs> John Mulaney has a really great bit about that where he's like, he's always finding him out about drugs. Like, it sounds like the first time. Isn't, isn't this the joke where it's like, he's like, you ever heard of this? It's like California crack corn. And it's like, make your eyeballs blow up the second you smoke it. Like, that's the yeah. 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 So good. <laughs> um, I did like the uh, the version of him in Rick and Morty where he was a uh, iced tea and he was like an actual block of ice, yeah, um, masquerading as Ice T, the rapper on Earth. And then when he uh, when he goes back to his home planet, he becomes watery tea. Him, uh, him yeah. and uh, him and Chris Evans have an S rank on Twitter. All they do is destroy people. That's all they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, he is going to be in Borderlands Three. So yes, he is. That's a game oh, I may not get because <sighs> everything around it is gross. Yeah. Well, you know, Randy Pitchford, it's, he's into magic. So yeah, the magic yeah. trick he's doing here is trying to yeah. buy his game, and I'm not doing it. You know what he can't do it. is make a USB stick disappear. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure the woman that was on the video on his USB stick could make it disappear, you know, but not the way we want it to. She described her as barely legal. I'm like, yeah. you should yeah. use that qualifier in that sentence there, so, buddy. Well, in say... the interview, he said she's barely legal and that she's a magician. Yes. Which, which what? Is, yeah. He's, he's talking about something. I could never figure out exactly what she was doing in the video based on description. But yeah, he, he talks about something she's doing and saying like she's a magician. That whole story is so fucking stupid it's it do you guys know about most of the story i know you do hunter i do do too yeah um where it was lost like an internet no 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 no, it was lost in our medieval times (laughs) oh that's what it was yes medieval times the place where you get to go cheer for people jousting while you eat a chicken with your bare hands uh, oh, I, I think I've been God. to medieval times like 15 times because I lived near it. Oh, uh, I went on an early date with my wife there with her entire sorority, which was fun, and got wow. shit-haired. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> I want to I bring my wife to it sometime, but the nearest one, I think, is in Jersey. Yeah, that's, that's the one yep. by Giant Stadium. I like the fact that I the only two states I've lived in in my adult years are the two states that both have medieval times. Yeah, well, there you go. It's, it's a place you go to eat a giant turkey leg and drink beer out of giant mugs. Hell like, yeah. Oh, it's and, awesome. scream, and scream for a fake joust. Yeah, yes. um, I watched the uh, the the 10-minute power hour from James Brooks <laughs> yes. and Aaron and Danny goes and try it's out for so good. times. It's the fucking funniest thing because Aaron is awkwardly hitting on the queen the whole time. 
Yes. Uh, and he's like, oh my gosh, she saw me. She saw me. Danny's like, I know. She's also married. And you're married. So you should stop. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. Uh, and they're both uh, horrendously non-athletic and trying to hold up these giant fucking jousting weapons. It's so funny. Uh, I actually um, with somebody who, like, started, they, like, because I live in D.C. area, that was getting into a club where they, like, train and do, like, medieval sword fighting. Yeah, my coworker was getting into one because he, he, him and his uh, wife are big into, like, the Renaissance festivals and stuff. I want to go to um, Renaissance festivals, but he said, like, like, but he was he really was, fucking hard in it. That's the thing. He came back, and it sounded like, like, Apparently, the people who run these like Renaissance fair, like like stagey fight club thingamajigs, are like more hardcore than like '80s pro wrestlers who would like drop a knee over your leg, shatter your ankle, take your money, and go, "You're not cut out for this business, kid." Uh, <laughs> and these dudes are like, these dudes are like, "All right, I'm going to hit you in the face with this stick, and if you flinch, you're out." Like, <laughs> damn. Well, it's um, when I was in high school. We, uh, my one friend Jason and I did a uh, presentation when we were covering like a medieval period and whatnot in our English class. Mm. And uh, there was a guy actually from the Ren Fair who came in and helped us out and taught us about baffling swords, is what they use, which are just PVC pipes that are yep. wrapped in insulation yep. and yep. duct tape. And you beat the piss out of each other with them. And initially, it's like, oh, this doesn't hurt that bad after like maybe half an hour of that, you're like, please stop. Please, yeah. no. Don't no fucking more. hit me anymore. Right. Like, yeah. I, I have been hit with, let me run off like a laundry list of shit here. Um, a metal Hilda. pole, a chair, yes. Um, <laughs> right in the back of the head. Um, a metal crutch, which for some reason was the most painful thing I've ever been hit with. Um, that makes sense. I think that, that makes sense. Uh, well, it came down, I was, uh, I was on all fours, and I was getting up, and my friend Billy decides he's not going to tell me he's going to swing a metal crutch at me. And he turns he turns my back and the crutch into a plus sign, um, and just brings it straight down like a hammer across my back. And like he hit me square in the middle of the spinal cord, and like it was a wave of shock and pain it went down to like my fucking tailbone and up to the back of my head. Um, and he was and I made I made a sound, and he's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Get the fuck away from me." <laughs> the irony if you were fulfilled by an, an item that is used to like, yeah. I, I gotta say I gotta say Connor you gotta keep telling me the story because I'm getting harder than Chinese algebra right now I was gonna say like but Connor did they go full force <laughs> okay can we talk about Robert like, all I want to do is talk about that because like I don't all right, know let's, how... let's offer some context real quick so um I think Arlen and Eric you might be the ones who haven't watched it what is, I, what is I was this? at work when you okay that, so I um iDubs released this video where he went oh. and um he went and hung out with this YouTuber called uh Airsoft Fatty who's this yes. kid who lives in uh Battle Creek Michigan Battle Creek is uh uh, Michigan, Michigan for shithole. It's um, a real bad place. Uh, Vince um, Gilligan's follow up to Breaking Bad took place there. Uh, yeah, uh, um, it's, 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 I would say it's like it's methy, but with Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's a very good analogy. Like, and like, the like, it rain, done, you and like it rain, rain, in Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, and it rains Fago. Um, oh, no, no, they um, it starts when they get presented with yeah. Well, the, so, so Idubs goes and hangs out with this dude, and like he kind of like he 
he doesn't have any bad intentions. He just wants to go interview this kid and kind of just see what he's like. And if you don't know who Airsoft Fatty is, you might know him from the kids. And he's like a 22-year-old in a lightsaber fight in his front yard and then trips over some garbage cans and just fucking collapses. Yeah. Like, yeah. topples like a mountain. It's fantastic looking. Um, he's a 400-pound man. So, like, it's... Yeah. Wait, really? He's 400 pounds? He's 400 pounds. He, he says he's over 400 pounds. The thing is, and he looks like he's 15. And when yeah. they started doing bong hits and driving, I was like, wait, how old? I thought I legit thought it was a child, like a teenager. I, that was the thing. Like, I've seen part of this video, and yeah. I just, his face, there's so much fat on it that I can't tell. Yeah, he's, he's like 23 or 24. He, he's ageless. Like, he's yeah. ageless. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, he's inevitable. So, yeah. like, to, this video is an hour long, so we're not going to break it down bit by bit, but, like, Idevs goes out there with no intentions, really. He's not there to make fun of this kid. He's not there to build him up. But he goes out there just to observe. And it's it's like a nature documentary. But, oh my God. Like, okay. but, like, but with one kid who is very unhealthy, who seems really charming and very nice. And yeah. then he's all the weirdness around him. <laughs> what is the one quote that Idevs says? It's like, I became the autism whisperer. Yes, or something because <laughs> he gets surrounded like fatty's friends are there, and there's like, well, he makes it a point to say those kids are not fatty's friends. Like, he gets there, oh, yeah, yeah. like these four kids who'd never show up again for the entire trip who just pepper him with questions, so he never actually gets to hang out with um, with fatty. Um, and so he just and and all of them go, Yeah, I'm autistic, me too, me too, me too, and you can see items going, Oh no. people at all but he's stuck there with these very socially awkward kids and he's just like i'm not here to entertain you guys like i'm just (laughs) please go they're they're asking about other youtubers yeah he makes a point to point out uh fatty's real friends too it's like it's not like he was like these people are friends these people are here to talk to a youtube celebrity but he has oh go ahead uh, my biggest question is going to be is how delicious is the lead paint in that area? Because it sounds like it's no, the, the greatest thing. Dude, the light has not yet begun to speak about the characters that show up. Hey, I was going to oh say the lead God. paint doesn't exist because it's been eaten away by cat piss. So, yeah. So, I'm, I am obsessed with one character that shows up in, in this documentary. His name is Robert. And oh, yeah. God. He's he a, needs to be on every list. So this kid, Robert, was like, he shows up at the end of this whole thing. And basically the gist is that he used to be on Fatty's videos all the time. They had a falling out because apparently Robert's a fucking sociopath. Yeah. I'm not being hyperbolic. No. He's an actual, factual serial killer in the making. And it was very bizarre. And you can see it on the face hey. of Idubs and his friends. Like, we're in the presence of someone who could kill someone. Right, can I just um, say what he said? So they're talking to Robert, and then they're referencing like some posts that he made at some point about if I die, the world won't exist. And he's just like, "What did you oh. mean by that?" And he's like, "Well, oh my demon, I like, I like blacked out, and then I had these visions of like this dark, fiery place, and I just don't want to go any further because he, yeah, he's like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it on YouTube. Like what? And he's just like, has when I say no emotions, dead stare, blank, like." He's got, he's got the emptiest eyes I've ever seen on here. Think Sling Blade, but, like, he'll kill you. Well, yeah. just on a purely clinical level, like, somebody saying, like, when I die, the world won't exist anymore. That is that is key point of being a sociopath. Yeah. 
And right. someone who is willing to murder so they don't have to worry about the well, world he, existing. His his implication was that when he dies, the demon that inhabits his body is going to take over and cause the apocalypse or something. It yeah. really doesn't matter. It's still <laughs> a fucking sociopathic. He also implied he had, he had a sword duel in the middle of the desert. And he said the other guy didn't walk away. You know, <laughs> you know who used to say crazy shit not along those lines, but about things going on in the desert was was Anton Le- or not Anton Levey. It was uh, Alistair Crowley, and all he was doing was feeding his victims acid and having sex with them in the desert. No, no, no. Right. But when you say having sex with them, he was having them like pound him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, well, yes. He was he was the ultimate power bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, love is love, guys. You can't you right. can't judge. Oh my god. This episode is insane. <laughs> okay. Um the so one thing um, I love though is they start off the interview by asking if he has any weapons on him and he pulls out a knife. I have to say is the 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 second besides Fatty, the only other person that's like at all like nice is a pyromaniac. Yeah, his the only real friend in this video that Fatty apparently has is a kid named Mike, who is like okay, like every time you see him, he's getting high and also just starting fires for nobody and no reason. And at some point in the video, like there's things going on that IDUPS is filming, and they'll catch Mike like in the bushes, just sitting by himself, staring off into nothing. <laughs> what what type of high is this guy getting? Is he just smoking pot? Oh, well, is he smoking paints? Well, okay. We see him smoking weed. What we don't see him doing is anything else, and that could be anything else because you watch him and you're like, okay, you like, like I don't know what's going on in your head, but I just see like just a single seagull flapping like against an empty sky. <laughs> but he is, he's not scary. He's just like he's empty. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I know I know you guys had posted a few pictures in the uh, group chat and I couldn't tell if that was the the guy who was going to be a sociopathic killer or if it was this other guy who was Oh no, we, into... we posted pictures of Robert with the beard. Okay. Okay, cuz yeah, there's one yeah. guy who looks like he's always focused on the middle distance regardless <laughs> of what he's looking at. <laughs> He's staring at the ghost by your side. Yeah, he's. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, fat, like the fatty situation is so like they are like him and his mom. I they are like the definition of like middle America white trash. Like yeah, it seemed to be like I could, this is inferring because I don't know these people personally, but it seems to be people who fell on hard times and never got out of it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. there's no way that they don't one, live. One thing bad enough happened to make it so everything became reckless. They, they implied that. Uh, once their once uh, dad, dad, dad died, that they kind of were not doing so great. But yeah, they're just, it seems also, like they're just living off of like government assistance. Yeah, like, he has like a gigantic Mac computer, well, like the one that's like the screen, but it's covered in cat shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah there's thirty cats. No. The thirty. There's, there's oh. One, there's one cat in a pink dress who only. Oh. Ice cream, by the way. No, no, not just ice cream. She likes specifically Neapolitan. Yeah, yeah. she likes one eye. How have these cats not overtaken the house and eaten them? They have overtaken the house? No, they have. No, but. Oh, it is their house. I have to watch this tomorrow now. <laughs> I'm never watching this. I'm it's never, so I'm awesome. never doing it. Like, my first reaction was like, what the fuck is this? And then after like 15 minutes, I was like, 
I've been captured. Like it's oh, yeah. it, it is it is invigorating after a while. Like it, it, it's, it's it sounds like an hour long car wreck. It is. It is. It is. It's it crazier. You walk but, away from this documentary like kind of like being on Fatty's side. Oh, thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's not a bad person or like even he's a little bit frumpy. Yeah, sure, but like. Even I was like, yeah, like, is he cringe though? Like, that's wait, did you yeah, did you just call him frumpy? Yeah. Is that what you <laughs> yeah, and that's that's actually something I want to bring up too because the video what? ends with him. The video ends with Idub saying like, is is he cringy? Yes, but like, what the fuck is cringy anymore? Because like, you have people like Fatty and people like the Sonic Kid, and you have people like I don't know any of these other weird, awkward people who got in front of the camera and just like passionately emoted about something they care about and he's made it a point to say like that's braver than what most people do in their day-to-day lives so like if that's cringy then i whatever like <laughs> one um, of my favorite parts is that they ask because they're so into star wars yeah and what is what is his favorite star wars movie Revenge of the sith oh god why <laughs> because uh-huh. of the battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan. And they're the, like, one that they... never fuck... the one that never fucking ends. And then, and then they go to Robert and they're like, why do you like Star Wars? He's like, for the fights. What's your favorite one? Anakin or Obi-Wan. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> the logic is sound, but emotionally I'm torn apart inside. So, Much part... like Natalie Bortman in that film. The best part uh, is like, like mm. the item just keeps like he's like takes to the camera are just like yes this is real like looking at you the viewer. Well, to uh, to touch back on uh, what Connor was saying that Idubs was talking about saying about how it's brave blah 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 and cringe whatnot like I right. there's there's to get a little bit serious for a minute like, there's such an air of cynicism about anything anybody does yeah anybody oh, yeah. putting anything up that is genuine is automatically considered cringe unless it's yeah. unless it's someone that has 10 million followers on youtube kind of the point that i think idubs is making it's like at the end of the day it's why fatty he kind of he's you like he understands that he's a mess and you know he's a disaster mm-hmm. but he's also like kind of the most lovable like he's so innocent and naively lovable that like why would i worry about people hating me for doing something i like he's like that's stupid Huh. That's actually yeah. refreshing. He's like this like, <laughs> he's this, like garbage sage. <laughs> <laughs> he's a trash wizard. He's the junkyard wiseman. Hate me, he will. Dumpster He's like Chum Mucket from Mad Max. You combustion. God. All right, yeah, I have to watch this now. This yeah. sounds like the most fascinating thing. The word cringe has lost all meaning. Like, oh, not, like there, people use it for any, literally anything. Like, it's just like, like here's the thing. Like, every term that the internet has thrown around the past like five years, ranging from cringy to social justice warrior to libtard to deplorable, all of it's fucking lost meaning. None of it means anything anymore. When when someone from like. I don't know, like, when someone calls me a social justice warrior or, like, some some kind of left-leaning insult, I'm like, okay, what other buzzwords you got for me? Right. Like, what, what, what's trendy right now? My favorite social justice warrior is Zartan. 
<laughs> I like Birdie from Street Fighter Alpha. <laughs> um, and like I, I kicking myself for like one day. I clicked a video from a guy who I didn't know had a bunch of other videos that were very kind of like anti-SJW alt-right, not really alt-right, but like crazy right-wing stuff. And then I kept getting suggestions like it, and I had to see things like, uh, I don't know, like, Batwoman to kill the CW, CW gone full SJW, Captain Marvel SJW savior, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's, that's something that, I mean, you know, inherently anybody who throws around the term SJW and actually means it is automatically a shitbag. But I hated the fact that people were making... I mean, not that the box office of Captain Marvel suffered, but they were trying to potentially make it suffer, not because the film's merits were not there. Because Brie Larson said the boo-boo word. Because Mm -hmm. she acted offended jokingly in an interview, and people decide to run with that from 10 seconds of interview time with Don Cheadle and somebody else. They were like, see, they can't stand her because they're tired of her social yeah. justice, and, I'm, and I've got to go see Mother later today because she's out of it. I've got to... If I say people, it's like three. Yeah. But they're very loud, and they have yeah. 17 different accounts. Yeah, yeah. I actually, yeah. I, I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody on Facebook who I quickly unfriended who I, I think she was a Maybe she was a comedy button pickup. I don't know. She was she was a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who I met through like one of the groups or something like that. But like, she posted this like maliciously edited video of Jason Momoa with his kids and like tried to infer that Momoa was like grabbing his kids. And it's what? all done through like what zooms and like bizarre editing. First of um, all, if Momoa was grabbing his kids, he would just toss them over his head. Like, <laughs> right. Also, Jason Momoa is married to uh, what's Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet, who is Wait, right? You're you're shitting me, really? Yes. No. Yeah. She, yeah. She's like, absolutely true. She's like ten to fifteen years older than him, too. I think. Yeah. yeah. But it was also she's it, clearly the dominant in that relationship. Yes. Yeah. Watch like <laughs> videos. But, um, and stuff. It was it was edited to make it seem like he was inappropriately touching his own kids, and I was like, who the fuck would do? Who takes time out of their day to do this? Uh, Internet people who. Assholes. Internet people who have been emboldened by our current president. Let's <laughs> let's be one hundred percent. I mean, my my like, internet it up, like Jason Momoa. What did he do to you? Sorry about Aquaman. Like, like, <laughs> like I, don't, Eric, I think it's just the internet has always done this. It's just more part like the the social so media shares so much louder now, and I can't yeah. stand it. It used to be just on like 4chan or 8chan or whatever. Yeah, it used to and be now isolated, but now it's fucking all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I used to have, like, you know, this forum sucks, it's full of idiots, I'm going to leave it, and then I never have to worry about it again. Um, which now, I guess, like, you get in the form of Facebook groups. Um, uh-huh. but, then, like, but then you leave that Facebook group and you're like, oh, what's happening Instagram? <sighs> Fuck, God damn it! it's fucking everywhere. It's on Twitter, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook. Sorry, um, I don't. I don't use Twitter at all anymore. I post to Instagram and I don't really read anybody's shit. Mm-hmm. And I only use Facebook for our groups and my fantasy football team. Right. I, I think the problem is algorithms have a lot to do with this. Like, we're learning slowly and, or not really that slowly, that like, algorithms kind of corrupt people. Um, I can't yeah, remember what I was listening to. Chamber thing. Yeah, yeah, but somebody, somebody fell asleep watching work. YouTube 
and they woke up and it was on like fucking alt right Nazi shit or whatever. I um, had actually, I, I that happened to me once. I fell asleep and I woke up and it was on uh, those Prager University videos, which mm-hmm. is odd because I don't watch any of that shit ever. Well, that's what yeah. happened with um, I think with I the Twitter bot, YouTube with got the... at some point where there was yeah. those people making those fake fucked up videos that were getting on. Kids. Oh God. Remember that? That was like a yeah, and, yeah. Dan also did a video about either. this, where it was where there the these, their um, what's it called? They're YouTube. not um, videos. Yes, but they were like they weren't on YouTube Kids. But if you watched enough of YouTube Kids, eventually they yeah away through like mm-hmm. the tech keywords. They yeah. were procedurally were, generated videos. That's I think that's the term. Yeah. Oh, they were all like Russian and like Chinese, I think too. Right, and they're all they're all uploaded by this company that runs like, it's like a bot YouTube companies. Yeah. And th- th- what they are is they are pr- pre-programmed sort of storylines taken apart piece by piece and plugged in to these simulations. So they create storylines literally by like stitching together pieces of yeah, other and videos like that they've already made before. And featuring kids characters. Like one of them was like, mm-hmm. it's like, Spider-Man and Elsa are sitting on a couch. Spider-Man gets drunk and hits Elsa with a beer bottle. Yeah, right. It's oh, always violent. There's alcohol. Or there's sex <laughs> well, it, well, some of them are completely like some of them are completely just like nothing. Like there's nothing crazy about them. But from the same exact account and from the same people, there are videos like what you're talking about, or there's videos where Spider-Man is pregnant. Um, and it's yeah. Elsa's. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. It reminds me, me of like it reminds me of like um something like the seediest parts of like Newgrounds, like worming their way into YouTube. Yeah. Like, what? Well, because YouTube doesn't regulate anything. Like they don't. Yeah. They, well, that's they mm-hmm. put up the bots. That's the problem. Is it they right? They can't regulate it because they're not on videos, but like there there needs to be like filters or something. Like they don't do right. What it, how they the problem do- is that that's Google's entire approach to everything. It's exactly. literally algorithms. Like yeah. the Google camera, the Pixel 3 camera, which is considered the best camera of any Android phone, it's good because Google has applied all these algorithms to fix their camera and make it look better. Um, and that's just Google's answer to every problem is What's add like, an algorithm um, to it. What's well, like Facebook too? Like if something goes wrong on Facebook. Good luck finding a human being to talk to. There isn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I can say this knowing like I know someone that has worked for that works for Google, and someone that worked for Facebook. The person that worked for Facebook specifically worked at like when you report stuff, they were the person looking at it. So for mm-hmm. Facebook, it's there just whatever that person decides. Yeah. Well, hey. A quick side positive note, and this is like a one in a million thing. Uh, my friend, my friend, I'm not going to say his name. He had uh, his Instagram ta- account hacked. Barack Obama. Say, someone stole it. Yes, Barack Obama <laughs> and I are brothers. We uh, we did a lot of cocaine together. <laughs> we, uh, we smoked, we smoked a lot of Marlboro Lights. Um, I'm a No, excuse me, Michelle. Um, no, he had his he had his uh, his account stolen by somebody from I don't know where. Um, Nigeria, let's like say. Belarus, something like that. Um, yeah, so like the guy like stole that. And um, what ended up happening was like one of our friends actually works for Instagram slash Facebook. And after Bill 
God damn it, I just wrote it in his name. Anyways, after Bill... Uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton? Bill yes. Burr. Bill yeah. Burr. Um, All the bills. Anyways, Bill after Obama. He, after he uh, had issues trying <laughs> to get it back and was basically told, you know, go fuck yourself in no no uncertain terms, he, uh, he actually contacted our friend who worked there and he was like, oh, here, give me like a day. And like not even a day later, he had everything back, complete control of his account, and everything was fine. So, if you know somebody who works there, you're good. But outside of that, I think their their quote is, "Let me mm-hmm. see in the online manual." Oh, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and actually, like uh, I was watching some videos from Corridor Crew about them dealing with copyright strikes, and like the process for YouTube, is, uh, or at least actually, it was copyright strikes on YouTube and um, Facebook security system. Between both of those companies, like they couldn't get like direct contact mm-hmm. with anybody. It was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I think every comedian has talked about how I know listening to Rogan is like, yeah, I post YouTube videos of me and they pull them saying copyright, but it's mine. Like it's literally yeah. a video of me. But like their algorithm pulls that shit. And he said he talked to Google people and they're like, the only things that they edit are if your name is on a list, and then they will pull you and any video that's connected to you. So mm. Well, that could. Be, oh, go ahead. It used to be that um, a lot of times those copyright strikes uh, were done without anyone's permission. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's still like that now, but it was usually the legal team of, like, say, Nintendo would be like, "Hey, take this down." Yeah, oh, I got right. um my first YouTube channel was actually struck down by the Geora Japanese uh, Sports Network legal team because I was making Dragon Gate videos and they were not happy about it. So I got I didn't mm-hmm. get legal strikes from Dragon Gate. I got legal strikes from the TV company. Now, right. now it's Universal Music Group is the big one that takes out yeah. a lot of videos. Yeah. But that yeah. happens to like Tim Forstar all the time. Is it like Toei that goes after them? Oh my god. They're... Fucking it's Toei and uh Fun. No, I don't think it's Toei. I think it's more Funimation. Funimation goes after Team Four Star all the fucking time. Well, Funimation's a bunch of dicks anyway, so Yeah, I'm guessing yeah. it's maybe it was one of them. I'm guessing Funimation makes way more sense. <clears throat> but I know, um, like, yeah, Just crack, like Rogan. I can't yeah, there are a lot of examples of this. I mean, maybe you're maybe you're a, a struggling podcast network that uh, uploads your videos to YouTube, and uh, you make a, <laughs> a a cover photo using a PNG of the crow, and then um, Miramax comes along and says that you have uploaded the entirety of the crow yes. onto your YouTube channel. Please take it down. <laughs> yeah, remember when we did that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, remember wait, hold on. That, that happened. That happened to us. Yeah. That happened to us. I yeah. never heard about this. That, they claim that we uploaded the entirety of the crow <laughs> when we didn't. It was clearly our podcast of the crow. Yeah, you only uploaded the parts without Brandon Lee. Right. <laughs> oh, so like ninety percent of the movie. Because uh, so wait a minute, I can actually see like if you look at just a like a thumbnail and the length of the episode, someone probably go, "Oh, the upload of the crow, those bastards." Right. But like, but yeah, but it's there's no video. Like, how what what filter that go through? I know. Yeah, never them, there's like probably a video with that the image connects to the crow and it's close to the land. And it had like- five seconds of music from the movie. It did. Probably. That was yeah. part of it, I think. But yeah. here's the thing. So we get that music poll all the time. Like, every every movie special we've done. I, I So I was like, okay, it's going to be another music thing. But then I clicked on it. It's like, oh, you uploaded the entire movie. We want you to take this down. It's like, no, I didn't. No, yeah. no we didn't. Not at all. That's not what we did. See, um, what I do, Arlen, is I speed up the audio for any of the music. 
just a little <laughs> bit. I mean, that's probably smart. I like uh, I like people who I like people who upload WWE stuff, but they just they 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 create this like obnoxious like three corner or like three sided border that takes up two thirds yeah. oh. of the screen. And they people. put like the match in just the t- the bottom left corner. I'm like, you know what? This is better than paying for it. So yeah, that's, we do that's... just hit the zoom function and just zoom yeah. in and like, move it. To the yeah. That's how I watched the first season of Rick and Morty. Um, that's how I was watching. Har- Actually, Harvey Birdman was uh, all of Harvey Birdman was on YouTube for a long time, and I guess when they updated their website, they probably came and struck all of it because now you can watch. You can't watch all of Birdman, but a lot of it's Adult on there. Swim, Adult Swim is usually pretty good about post, putting all their stuff on their own website. That's kind of, I'm very thankful for them because like the Rick and Morty 24-7 streams are a godsend because I can just put that on whatever the fuck I want and just have it in the background. Um, I'm trying to remember what's one. Oh, Daily Motion is like the place where anything yes. that's dead but no one gives a fuck about is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Daily Motion is actually where I find... Um, so I thankfully I have DVDs of some of this stuff, but some of the older Dragon Gate stuff that like is pretty much out of print and is impossible to find. Uh, some mm-hmm. of it was exist like only existed on Daily Motion for a while. Yeah. So like a lot, of, a lot of the rips of shows I have are identical to some of the stuff that's on Daily Motion, complete with like an annoying white line that sits on the right side of the screen the entire time. It's how we were able to watch that Wonder Woman pilot and the Justice League ninety seven garbage. Because they're just on daily motion. I'm sorry, Arlen. I just wanted to go back to the crow thing real quick. What you should have done is respond to the legal team that was making this claim, just saying, thanks for listening. Please leave a comment and subscribe. (laughs) Don't forget to click the bell. (laughs) Smash that like button, anonymous lawyer. Put a ring on it. (laughs) What's funny is that, like, I won't say which ones, but, like, for Movie Dumpster, like, we've watched some of those movies on YouTube because, like... They don't like exist one of anywhere us, else. They don't exist anywhere else. Like, yeah. The legal yeah. team for um that that uh, dinosaur movie you watch is probably all dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, oh, prehistoria. Oh my prehistoria God. Three with with yeah. our very own Matt Letcher, aka yeah. Reverse Flash, as a, like you a nineteen year old bully. You said dinosaur movie. My head was ringing. I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I was oh, yeah. I think that movie was a mini golf movie. Yeah, I thought you. I thought you were talking about Tammy the T Rex too, the one that stars uh, one of my favorite uh, sub characters from Thief. Um, yeah, Prehistoric is barely a dinosaur movie. Those things are in there for like a hot minute, and they barely do anything. I think one of the dinosaurs, one of the five of them, is perched on top of a prop the entire film and never leaves that spot. Madonna. Is that yes. Her name? Yes. <laughs> Magnificent. Um, one of the movies when you said kind of what Connor said he was doing is like I have seen that movie and I've seen that movie a lot. Yeah, that was like one of those movies it, that was like I, I have to say, like I, I I've said it before I've said it on movie dumps I'll say it here like when that movie opened up I saw a bunch of names pop up and then Matt Letcher popped on the screen <laughs> I was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> lost my mind um, I'm hoping one day to meet him so I can bring it up to him. Um, and ask him how it feels to have Icy Hot in his dick, because that's the fate of that bully in that movie. Jesus oh, man. <laughs> um, but we watched, um, you know, fuck it. I'll say we watched Home Sweet Home on uh, on YouTube, and that's a Thanksgiving-themed slasher movie. Um, then after oh, watching it, I'm like, okay, well, no one, would, no one would want to put this on DVD, because you can't see anything. Like, this, right. like it's, it's unwatchable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like two thirds of that movie take place at night and no one bothered to light the scene. So you're just looking and going, I don't know what's happening. People are moving. Like, Oh, they were, they were shooting night for night. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like that movie Axum, but, uh, we didn't watch that. Well, we, we didn't talk about Axum because Axum is actually too bad to review, uh, in long form. So just watch Cosmonaut Variety Hours video on it. Yeah. And it's a video. This would be a random tangent, but you know how we were talking about like weird 2000 sci-fi movies? Yes. In the chat? Mm. There was one, an Al Pacino one that popped in my head that I forgot oh, no. existed. Oh, no. Can you guess what, what I'm talking about? I have no idea, but like... I- I can't guess, but when you say it, I'm probably... Uh, Simone? Oh, the one about the virtual reality yes. or the a virtual person. Yes. 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 Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. Basically, it's her, like, it's not her, but it's Al Pacino and like pretty much no one, I guess Renona, oh, Winona Ryder's in this, Jay Moore, which I don't remember, but like Al Pacino creates like a, some reason he's a tech genius. No, and he's he, not. he creates an actress to be in like uh, a model to be in ads and movies, and no. she's not real. Start over again because for some reason Google Hangouts was like the call has ended. So here's the IMDb description: a producer, a producer film uh, is in danger when his star walks off, so he decides to digitally create an actress to substitute for the star. Is this uh, Simone? Yes, Simone. Yes, but the I is a one and the O is a zero. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that, but I think you it's said that it, for some reason that made me think of Virtuosity, which is a movie we want to watch on the show. Oh, oh the uh, Russell Crowe movie, yeah, yes. with Denzel yeah. Washington. Because we watched Lawnmower yes. Man, and we're like, you know what's you know what the better version of this Virtuosity? <laughs> that's the first American movie, I believe. Really? Yes. Uh, I that's another. I think I've seen all of these movies because like we had a hot box when I was a kid, and they were all on HBO. Uh. And yeah, Virtuosity, I think, is Russell Crowe's first American movie. That wouldn't surprise me. Wow. Was, like, Australia, it's, not, right? it's not the movie about the hockey team in Alaska. Is that not? Or, oh, um, shit, that movie. I can't remember. Uh, something, Victory, Victory, Alaska, something. It's, it's like an Alaskan <laughs> hockey team the that, that they play like the champions or whatever. And they, is it Miracle? Mir- is it Miracle in something? The American team that won the Olympics. Yeah. In upstate New York. It's not Miracle. I don't remember. It's But it's like, a, they're like a small time team. Like, they're not like a big team. They're just a small team. And they play like the champs. The reigning champs. Yeah, the Mighty like the... D2. <laughs> yeah, D2. <laughs> I'm Alaska. imagining that movie... Everybody's still a child, but Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe is like on the team. He's the only adult. And uh, <laughs> Virtuosity came out in 1995. Yeah, so I would the be only surprised. other movie I can see on his list that I know before that is Proof. Yeah, I mean, I saw Romper Stomper years and years ago, but that was that That's was still probably. an Australian film. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if Virtuosity was his first he, American he did film. LA Confidential two years later after Virtuosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, actually, this... Quick and the movie... Dead is 95, so it might have been the same time. I don't know. Um, yeah. Virtuosity is fucking crazy. I haven't seen it in years. Yo, remember when he was Robin Hood? I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember that film that everybody loved? Um, I, I guess, like, that, was, that was what I was like. I sat in the theater, I was like, is Ridley Scott bad now? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Do you remember when they made a Robin Hood movie last year with Jamie Foxx and the kid from Kingsman? Yeah, I, I, I'm still angry that that happened. Did he the, only, the only good thing about that movie and that is, that it, is that it failed. No, it wasn't Guy Ritchie. It was some guy who did like <laughs> sure? he did like the Snow White movie or something like that. Um, but it was very much going for like a Guy Ritchie thing. Um, but the oh, the good what, thing what, about that the... movie is that it did horribly. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. Well, no, so here's the thing. A couple of years ago, and I'm, I, rem, I was reminded by this because of Facebook's little way back machine thing that they got going on, um, is that there was this like week long thing where every studio was announcing different like reimaginings of these sort of classic characters like Zorro, Robin Hood, King Arthur, but it was with like a sci-fi twist. Zorro with zombies. Uh, Robin Hood in the future. Um, and I was like, oh, I got really pissed off because I thought that was going to be the new thing. Like Hercules in space. Was going, it was definitely going to be the new thing. Remember when uh, Remember when there was like 11 Oz movies in production at the same time? Well, yeah, but them, they weren't going to do Oz in a black hole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's Oz, but there's a black there's, hole there. Two hours we don't screaming. know why. It's actually okay, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Lou. I was just going to say, on the comic show, we were, or not like on Tunes, I did not realize that there was a pan movie that had, um, what is it, Rooney Mara and Hugh Jackman in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was like a huge surprise to me. Yeah, the trailer's got a great song by, uh, oh, fuck, can't remember her name. Um, I'll find out by the end of the show. Yeah, I remember. Rooney Mara, uh, what... please type really. The uh, the what the Native American woman? From yes, Duke? I can't remember. I'm not that yes, familiar. With the whitest woman on earth. Uh, but what I wanted to add real quick was uh, the guy who directed the Robin Hood movie with Taron Edgerton in it. Directed the very first episode of Black Mirror. You know who's directing the Dark Crystal series? Who? Louis Leterrier, the director of the uh, Clash of the Titans remake and the Incredible Hulk. That fits. Why? Uh, Incredible Hulk is not terribly directed. No. Yeah. Louis Lutier is a good director. Like he's he's good at like directing a movie competently, and he's good at directing action scenes. Um, and he's good at music. He's just like not great at story if he doesn't have a good script. He's just kind of like a stem cell of a director. Like, in yeah. he's just like, what is your what is your what, what is your special talents? I saw a movie once. All right. <laughs> can you make I one? Can, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. can't do anything with like the ultimate team up would be that director and Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert, right? Yeah. I mean, his best movies, as far as I'm concerned, are the transporter movies, and that's because Jason Statham, oh. and it's Jason Statham doing what Jason Statham does, well, and because he's. Right, except and because he's such a presence, he takes over that movie. Except that um, Statham is better in the, um, oh my god, what's the one where he he's dying the whole time? Frank, oh, uh, Frank? Frank. Frank. Yeah. yeah, which are the two guys that did the Ghost Rider two, and then they split yeah. up. Color names: Nibbledean and Taylor. I right. Think. Yeah. Yeah. Nibbledean. Yes. Yeah. That. So those... he's like a worse version of them. Uh, <laughs> Sure. I, yeah, I think he's I going for a that. different thing. Like, his movies are like um, Euro trash versions of like 70s uh, crime movies, kind of. Like, so yeah. like, a like The Driver. 
you like competent people. Yeah. <laughs> I like that's a weird thing to say because like here's the thing when we watched House of the Dead like we got like a like like we hated Uber Bowl before but then we were like we it's like how do you re hate someone like how do you find a new way to just despise them um and we're like this guy's a fucking idiot and if he's mm-hmm. not an idiot, like he's a complete like yeah, he's, he's, he's a con man who knows yes. so well what he's doing, yes. um, and is just doing this for a quick buck. But right. it, he's like the anti um, uh, Tommy Wiseau. We were like, I can't tell if you're a fool or a genius. Like, <laughs> I think that he yeah. to me he is a guy that some sort of cartel or something similar in some like not Russian Russian country is using yeah. to under money yeah yeah i've said that many times yeah yeah he had a tax shelter for all his movies so like they were profitable before they even got released Mm -hmm. um but at the same time like but when he would make a movie like house of the dead you go like this is uninspired unmotivated garbage with no ideas and just nothing going for it and everything about is lazy and incompetent and it makes you a bad person Um, as as arlen likes to point out the insurance that companies take out on movies sure is profitable but then i was gonna yeah but then i was gonna go to like and hunter i think you've seen one of these movies like what is it rampage or assault on wall street no i saw i've seen a couple of the rampage movies like there's movies that he's made though where he's like trying to say something and I'm like, okay, okay, are you a fucking artist or are you an idiot? I can't tell what you're trying to do. Are you both? I can't tell what you're trying to do here. No, he's definitely hold, hold the fuck up. We need to re-examine something here. You're saying there's a couple Rampage movies? There's three. There's three. Oh, I did not know that. I knew that there was three Blood Rain movies that he did. There are three There are three Rampage movies. There's one Assault on Wall Street movie. There is... um. Alone in the Dark, First Cry. There's Postal and a few other, like, I think, I've heard Postal was his best movie, but I don't want to watch Postal. It's not. <laughs> there, are, there are three different In the Name of the King movies. It's uh, not. Do you it's know not. who's... Uh, like, do you like, know the third In the Name of the King movie as the star? Isn't it Dolph Lundgren? No, that's the second one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, Mr. Uh, Dracula slash uh, <gasps> Chris Redfield, Dominic Purcell. Oh my God! No, not yeah, the other, the other one, Hunter. Not uh, not um, no, God. from uh, Legends of Tomorrow that plays uh, yeah, Nick, Nick. Nick. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, wait, he, you know, whatever. Good for him. Every single other name ends in a VA. <laughs> so the second name is. Ralista Pascavazbava. Oh, yeah, that's a Russian production. <laughs> well, so, how much are the video game companies getting for letting people use the rights? To okay, their... here's the thing. When's the last time you heard of a Dungeon Siege game coming out? Uh, that studio probably does not exist. Yeah, and like House of the Dead, like that's a de- that's essentially a dead franchise, and there was two of those oh. movies. Um. Yeah. He made a Far Cry movie, and I can't believe he was allowed to make a Far Cry movie. Um, because yeah, of different Ubisoft. Yeah, different yeah. Ubisoft. <laughs> very, very much so. Oh, that developer um, is super dead. Holy shit. I mean, so, so forgive me, I don't know this. Was the first Far Cry game like a giant hit? No. Or was it kind of like no. a... It was, it was a 
proof of concept for right. for tech okay it wasn't something that came out and just like fell in a dud like it was like it was a game to come out and it was like you it was this huge tropical island with like really vibrant colors and an engine that could support a lot of stress um right for the right. time yeah but it wasn't a game that came out swinging you know, like it's a lot of games up. need their yeah. A lot of games need their second game to get big. They need their Uncharted is, two. They need their Halo Cry, two. Because funny, because Far Cry two is criminally boring. Mm-hmm. Far Cry two is like, hey, guess what? Welcome to Africa. Your character has malaria. You're sick and You're dying right. the whole yeah. time. Right. I, I think Far my point cool. is, if Uwe got the rights when the first Far Cry came came out before anybody yeah. really knew it could be anything yeah um that would make sense yeah also ubisoft is european right yeah yeah they're french no one acknowledges the far cry movie exists yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it came out uh, let's see the first game came out in oh four and the movie came out in oh eight damn wow Mm, yeah that um, was, wow, that was right on the well. That, yeah, that was kind of on the cusp then of part three coming out. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Wow. They. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Fuck um, and then what else? What the fuck else did he make? He no, did. Far, um, Cry, Far Cry Two came out in oh eight. Okay. Okay. Then my time. I'm old. Time moves faster for me. Give me a break. But well, um, but uh, I forgot the fucking point I was trying to make here. But no, yeah, we were watching House of Dead. We're like, we it was like. It was like I said, discovering a new way to hate somebody because, like, you just it's it, he's one of the few directors you can see right fucking through. We're like, it's like every hand is visible, every you see every string, every move, and he's just fucking laughing his way to the bank while calling Michael Bay a fucking wee Todd. Yeah, I'm trying to fight people. Like, he didn't try. Original he, try. He, he he did beat those people because he didn't tell anyone he was a fucking trained boxer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's so I'm looking down. at the cast of this, and I know two people. In what in what movie? Far Cry. Yeah, it's got the actor who plays Hugo from uh, *Inglorious Bastards*. And right. I, and let, me, let me guess, Udo. Let me guess, Udo Kier. Yes, and Michael Pare. <laughs> and then Michael Pare, no. Yes, and then one girl, Emmanuel Falker. Oh, she's from Saw Two. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, she is also in the House of the Dead sequel. I can't believe they made a uh, sequel to that. Huh? Why? Why did they make a sequel to that? It was a Sci-Fi Channel original, and it starred Sid Haig for about five minutes. Why? Oh, no. Yeah. So, well, I, mean, I mean, we've discussed yeah. this, or maybe I was listening to you guys on Movie Dumpster. Oh, Do you um, know what but, uh, she was in for two what? seasons? Uh, the, show no. that, the show that everybody's in. I fucking hate this. Oh Dude, god, god you gotta be you. fucking kidding me. It was Lex uh, from the call. She was Lex Luthor's first wife in Smallville. Oh, oh god. god, that's right. Um, oh my, oh my. Arlen, it sounded uh, like you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, I forgot it already. So <laughs> me too. Smallville can do that for you because you said Smallville, and I forgot where the fuck I lived for a second. Small- wow, <laughs> just just replace Smallville with Nexium. Oh, and with I that last know. sentence you Arlen, just had. You were, um, you were you were about to probably mention something about sci-fi being in bed with a lot of yes. like, horrible Z-list movie companies. Well, oh, sci-fi yeah. doesn't. Here's the thing. So, Sci-Fi Channel, um, it's a it's run by a bunch of greedy opportunists, as far as I can tell. And that's, yeah. That's just what's your bad, 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 bad,
It's just what they do, it seems. Like, they're the reason that I know the movie War Wolves exists, um, sadly. And, yeah, like, they're just... Marvel Comics character. Mm-hmm. They just buy these fucking shit B-movies that nobody's ever seen. If you, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> movies that, like... Truckers and like truckers have seen all of them. One of, ever, uh, one of my favorite things ever was Patrice O'Neill. I can't remember. I think it was on Opie Anthony back in the day saying sci fi always has like shitty names and they went on for an hour. Like, oh, you have Jurassic Park, so they have like Dinosaur Land. Like, no, they have Carnosaur 5. Or whatever. I mean, there's, there's not five carnosaur movies. That would blow my fucking. <laughs> there, there are five carnosaur movies. I'm fairly no. sure. Transmorphers. What are like? Isn't there like Atlantic Rim? Atlantic Rim. There's a. There's a well, great, that's right. There's there's like, even before uh, then, Lou, they would do they would do things like this. They would they would. They would buy the rights to House of the Dead, and then they would run it forever and ever and ever. And then they'd be surprised that it got all these ratings, um, better ratings than original things that they wouldn't put advertising dollars on. Hold on. I have to go back. Here we go. All right? Here is actually what happened with the Carnosaur series. There are three movies, Carnosaur, Carnosaur 2, Carnosaur 3, Primal Species. Mm -hmm. There's a movie called Raptor. With a direct-to-video release that recycles footage from the previous three films and then oh. it's around that. That is ah. Oh, it so stars they made they Eric made, Roberts. They yes. made the crow of Carnosaur movies. Wait, there's that. another. Yes. There's one that came out in 2006 called the Eden Formula. That's a and it's and it says use recycled footage in the first three films, but also use their own footage. <laughs> it's starring Wait. Jeff Fahey and Tony Todd. It's, oh, yeah, God. it's just oh, it's Todd. the same old Roger Corman schlock. But like, here's the thing. Corman, there's like a charm to his stuff almost. Corman's kind of winking at you the whole time, being like, hey, Mm -hmm. isn't this garbage? But have fun. (laughs) Right. He knows what he's doing. There's a self-awareness. And also, you can't look at an interview or a picture of Roger Corman and not smile, Mm because he's a delightful-looking man. Um, Everything he says, he's very deliberate and polite, and he Mm -hmm. enunciates every word. And when you ask him about film, he's like, I didn't love film, but I really love classic literature. You know, you know, whatever you want to say. I so love I, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. When I Googled uh, Carnosaur, I got a cover for a movie called Killer Saurus. Oh. It's just a T-Rex. It's just, <laughs> just a picture of a T-Rex. <laughs> Robert, Ro- Roger Corman looks like he has like a, like a ranch dressing company. <laughs> yeah, he does. Can I just ask, what is a ranch? Is that if they don't have salad dressing, but specifically ranch? I just got What do you like? What do you see when the like the what is that? That country crock bullshit? Like what do you see? Well, Roger Corman was mining in Wisconsin, and he found a vein of ranch dressing, <laughs> and now he just has a company built around it. Oh, holy shit! I don't know. The mayonnaise factory. I don't think Wisconsin. I think like West Virginia. Yeah. You know, I was doing I was doing Middle America as best I could because I feel like those are the people that consume the most ranch dressing. That Uh, that and picky teenagers. Oh, Um, 
ranch dressing with my wings. You know what else? Like, Roger Corman, uh, uh, release of the world. Mm-hmm. Roger Corman's responsible for Frankenstein Unbound. Yes, um, he is. Like, uh, like, yeah. uh, like an an informative episode of Movie Dumpster because that turned that. It's the start of the movie. movie. That movie single handedly created our stupid ass gimmick we're still with today. <laughs> but like, I, I kind of, I wouldn't suggest Frankenstein Unbound, but I don't know. I feel like people should watch it because it's nuts. Because it's got yeah. John Hurt in this like ridiculous, destructive Doctor Who role where he's like, I'm a time traveler who hates everything, whatever. I'm going right. to have some actual Mary Shelley who's real. Um, I mean, I feel like you might be disappointed at this point because presumably you've all listened to Movie Dumpster, our, our listeners. You all have, so he might not measure up to the to the Movie Dumpster version of the character. I just feel like yeah. any movie with Raul Julia like not trying to do anything. He's just like he, mm-hmm. is, he has sedated the entire film. Like you, yeah, he's you probably watch, on all of the painkillers. If you watch Adam's Family and then went into this, you'd be like, "What is he dying in this movie?" No, he's dying in Street Fighter, but he's having so much fun in Street Fighter. Like, well, like, wait, yeah. how, what is the time difference between Street Fighter and Frankenstein Unbound? Frankenstein Unbound was it's like a year. Yeah, it's like a year, but like maybe it's like chemo. Or he doesn't look sickly; he looks healthy, but he's just he looks bored out of his fucking mind. I'm sure he was. Yeah. Like he's yeah. because, like you watch him as Gomez, and you're like, he has the energy of a thousand men. And you watch him, and he's like, "Damn you!" And he slowly well, throws the pistol. Like he's an amazing actor. Like I, I don't know. I love Raul Julia. And he's probably like, yeah. "I'm playing Victor Frankenstein." Yes, who's real? Yes, in the same world as Mary Shelley. Yes, that's but I'm, yeah, Spanish. And yeah. Frankenstein was a German name. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, or uh, it Raul Joy or Raul <laughs> and Bison. I do want to visit Street Fighter again soon, but um, so soon. So soon. Do- I'm on annihilation. I'm like, you cannot oh. do that without having me on yeah. because of the star. Oh. Because yeah. it's Justin Kirk. Okay, but you have to watch Legend of Chun Li on Movie Dumpster. That's... I think that's the one yeah. we might go with because that one is that movie's stupid. That movie is like Street Fighter One has like the first movie. Roger has evolved into like this camp fest that everyone appreciates. Well, Legend oh, of Chun Li is like unnessary and stupid and just like kind of violence no. delivery. Everything about it is dumb. It's yeah, but it's and she and she left Smallville to do that movie. God uh, damn you. God uh, fucking damn you. Um, what like was I going to say? She's Shun Li. Yeah, I know, but still, you brought up Smallville I, again. Why? And even were I'm you, getting were you talk now, about I was a they, Smallville defender. Um, they uh, they had Taboo from Black Eyed Peas fame playing Vega. Yeah, that, that was weird. Hey, they had Neil McDonough be a Scottish M. Bison. You know the character from Thailand? I mean, so all the Black Eyed Peas like, were in movies that year. Am I, really? am I not correct in that? Oh, I think yeah, Furby was um, in something. Yeah, Furby well, was in Planet Terror, and then um, what's his face? Will I Am was in uh, X Men Origins. Yeah. What about App the App though? Who the is fuck is that? That's one of the other guys. No, I, I mean, won't... were they trying to set something up there? The the Black Eyed Peas verse. The... Which which one of the Black Eyed Peas is blind? Um, oh, one of them is blind. One of the guys is blind. Fergie. Is it? Is it not Fergie and not Will I Am? It's the other. Like is it, guy. is it the long hair guy? <laughs> no, it's not the long hair guy. Then it's Apti App. 
Yeah, he's blind. Really? God, God that's damn, why wow. glasses. That explains why uh, the music is terrible. Uh, the, one yeah. thing, <laughs> the one thing I will give Legend of Chun Li is that making Michael Clark Duncan Balrog is the best decision they ever made. I mean, making him anything is the best decision ever made. Yeah, I'm glad we talked about this real quick because, like, I did see that Doom trailer for the fucking sequel to the Doom movie, and my god, it looks like a Starship Trooper sequel. Why? Yeah, it looks like a CW show. Who is this for? First of all, second of all, why would they? Like why? Why do they need to make this movie? I don't know when anyone this... who is like, man, the Doom movie is still really hot. We should probably strike with the irons. Yeah, no. When does the new Doom game come out? Uh, next year. Does it, does oh, next year? year. I thought it was soon. Like it's very soon. Because when is this movie coming I want out? To in October. And when is this movie coming out? Nope, November. A Doom uh-huh. comes out in November. Doom Annihilation. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to capture the hype hold that's on, going hold to be on, around the hold game. On. There's going to be May. two video game sequels, video game movie sequels, with the subtitle of Annihilation, and they're both likely both going to be fucking dog shit. Oh, yeah. God. Based what on properties it? I like, the universe is cover. Right, yeah. And here's the thing, those movies which hadn't come out at the time... Uh, are they are responsible for Annihilation not getting a, a theatrical release, a full theatrical release? Are you and serious? Failing. Uh, no, this is a joke because studios oh. are dumb, and that's the kind of <laughs> shit that they would say. And that's why I'm I... for a split second because because like isn't um ah oh, fuck like uh it's that same shit happened to pirate movies right? They're like you can't make a pirate movie. Pirate movies they're they're terrible. They bomb well, okay, no. Uh, G- the Gina Davis movie, fucking directed Cuts by her husband, Rennie Harlan. Yeah, that movie fucking bombed hard. Cutthroat Island, yeah. Yeah, um, and then everybody was like, "You can't do a pirate movie." And then Disney makes Pirates of the Caribbean, and suddenly they're gigantic hits. And then, and but then nobody, nobody ever said let's make movie. a pirate movie. Yeah. yeah, but no one else has made a pirate movie. Since then, or yeah, like, no, that's except because for, except for the that porn company who made a porn movie so yeah. fucking good, apparently they made a PG 13 version of it. Oh, no, no it was so expensive that they wanted to yeah. recoup their loss, yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh my god, um, so, and yeah, the whole reason nobody else has made a pirate movie is because Disney completely saturated the market by coming out with like how many sequels after the first three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't there, uh, did they do, like, didn't somebody do like a really good pirate show? It, yeah, apparently Black, Black Sails is good. But so here's the other the other aspect of this is that um and it's not pirates necessarily, but Master and Commander and the Far Side mm. of the World came out around the same time. And that movie was in production for twenty years, I yeah, wanna say. That movie looked expensive too. Just look at the trailer, I'm like, that's a yeah. film. Yeah, and it's Mega? and it's it's sailing its people on the ocean in old ships that they had to borrow from <clears throat> old naval yards and ships that they had to construct. So I think that that had a lot to do with it. I think it was just nobody else but Disney could afford to make movies like that. Take a look at what I just sent to the chat. I think I think anytime <laughs> you start to uh... <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw this a while ago. Oh, Doom, oh, yeah, we are not involved with this movie. Um, yeah. yeah, I think anytime in a film that you have a large amount of water involved, 
uh, studios start to get real nervous because oh, that's yeah. going to be real expensive. You mean mm-hmm. when they because if you're not a Jaws or a Titanic, uh, you're probably not going to do well, ultimately. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Waterworld. Waterworld. Waterworld was so expensive. Well, 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 Waterworld also like had like a disastrous production. Like I think at some point that entire set burned down and just sunk. Um, right. And also, I heard Kevin. I heard. Um. I heard. Uh. What's it? Kevin Costner was like a maniac on set and like oh. demanded to rent a yacht every day and take that yacht to and from the set just to go piss. Well, you know, mm-hmm. one of his things is because his brother is like a very famous like uh, oceanographer or like ocean biologist or some shit. Really? Yes. Kevin Costner's brother has like a PhD in the water. <laughs> oh, wow. He has a beast in the water. I'm a professor of water. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, oh, my. Does he have another brother who's a professor of, of male? Of Robin Hoods? I, was, I thought you were going to mm-hmm. get baseball. No. <laughs> a professor? What, did somebody just say professor of Robin Hoods? I, I did. <laughs> we tied it back to this conversation. Robin professor Hood. of Robin Hoods. Professor of Robin Hoods. <laughs> Oh, I study Robin Hoods, not criminals, not I not heroes, not, not vigilantes. I study Robin Hoods. Although not, I, I do want to say Kevin Costner is connected to one of the greatest sports conspiracies of all time. Oh, what okay. is that? Um, so do you, do you guys know who Cal Ripken is? Yes, I know they the name. The he was on the yeah. shortstop. Yeah, the record for the most consecutive games played. During one time, the Orioles stadium lost power, quote-unquote. Um, oh. And the rumor is because he wasn't there because he was driving home because he went to go beat the shit out of Kevin Costner, who was slamming his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Bane came out. like the yes. one. No, this is like a real deal rumor. Also, he drove from Kevin I will be throwing the first pitch in this game. You're reckoning. Look at that. Tied it uh, back to the Robin Hood from the beginning of the conversation. Kevin Costner has brought a reckoning to Cal Ripken's wife's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Before he arises. Um, he has chlamydia. Uh, what is. Uh, what is. What is Oh my god. I love how we talked about Kevin Costner and no one brought up a tornado. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my. Oh, deep cut there, Jesus. Yeah, seriously. Um, what is what is the best Robin Hood movie? Uh, um, you can't don't say don't say um Man in Tights. Tights. <laughs> No, I would say it's like the yeah, Disney cartoon. Yes. <laughs> it might be the Disney cartoon because I, I really like the like thirties one with fucking what's his face? Errol Flynn. Uh, Errol Flynn. But it's it's that's it's the, dated as fuck. Here's um, the thing, so. I don't I don't hate Are you talking about Ivanhoe? What? What? I, Ivanhoe is like I thought that was like the thirties one. No, the Errol Flynn no. version. So the yeah, like the Errol Flynn on the stairs. It's the sword fight yeah. has been mimicked by a yeah. lot of different stuff. Um, um fucking What's his face from the Rocketeer? He's basically playing Errol Flynn in that movie. Um, yeah, um, okay. I don't, I don't hate the the Kevin Costner movie because I think no. it's it's fucking yeah. silly as shit and it's kind of funny. I mean, he gives up on the British accent immediately. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like 
Here's the thing. This is my. This is where I'll give credit to a movie we talked about. I think last episode, which is Dragonheart. Um, fucking, <laughs> he he tries with that accent. He tries for a while. He gives up multiple times for multiple sections during that movie. But like, he's doing something with his voice. Kevin Costner's just like Kevin Costner's like, know, I'm Robin Hood. Elevated voice or something? I don't know. Like, it's, See, I, like yeah. My my memories are it's kind of like when you have the vague flavor of something in a glass when you pour something else into it. Right. That's kind of what his British accent is. It's mm-hmm. like, it's it's like been there. there's been Sprite in this cup. Yeah. So you, like, just descri- you just described LaCroix. <laughs> like, like Christian Slater's in that movie, and yes. he's doing a better job, honestly. Well, um, see that like he's his brother or some bullshit. Yeah. Well, because he always has been, but it was they kind of made it a twist, um, and they really but, emphasized it in that movie. I just yeah. want to add. So the movie I was thinking of was Ivanhoe, which features Robin Hood, but it's with Robert and Elizabeth Taylor and okay. Joan Fontaine. Ivanhoe is sort of like the um yeah, I, any I of them can't in Smallville. What it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody was. Don't encourage I mean, me. well, I, well I, I did, so you I know did. who shows up in Robin Hood, right? Um do we know yeah. who? The villain of the oh, crow yeah. Michael Winkler. collecting yeah. Yeah. <laughs> collecting oh, right. one of his swords from his sword collection. That's it's right. Um, I'm, I'm, he, gets, he gets stabbed by uh, Alan Rickman. I'm actually re-listening to our episode about the Crow two tied all together, and yeah, we I just had gotten done. We were talking about that part. Yeah, we might get taken down for piracy. <laughs> yeah, I know. well, you know what? I got it. So fuck all y'all. Um, but yeah, that movie it's... that movie has Alan Rickman like operating on a fifteen when they just mm-hmm. need him to be like a seven, mm-hmm. and like was that scene where he's getting stitched back together and he's like, "I'll tear his heart out with a spoon," and then Michael Wincott's like, "Cousin." Why a spoon? He's like, because you were eating, it will hurt more. <laughs> losing his mind in that movie. I love it. Um, yeah. Because of uh, because of Mr. Sunday Movies, uh, the show I watch on YouTube, um, they they went over a movie with um, like the Rat Pack called Robin and the Seven Hoods. It's oh, like right. it's like the dumbest mobster movie I've ever heard of. What? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a mobster movie. It's a mobster yeah. movie. So- like Frank Sinatra and oh, yeah. well, then it was it was a mob front if it has Frank Sinatra in it. That's yeah, and but it's, <laughs> but it's, a, it's a bloodless, like consequenceless, like everyone's smiling and they have, they have infinite ammo. Um, yeah. Like with, I think the opening of the movie is like there's this mob boss who's like, "Hey, it's my birthday! Thanks to all my henchmen!" And they all stand up and shoot him. Okay, <laughs> and oh. he reacts to it like, "Oh, what a surprise!" and falls over and dies. Without a drop of blood, um, and there's lots of like uh, Sammy Davis Jr. like tap dancing and shooting beer bottles with a with a six shooter, but he has like 43 rounds, like um, a weird story involving orphans and a bunch of other weird shit. Like they they turn a church into a secret bar with like levers and moving walls and a floor that flips and all kinds of like hokey yeah, definitely mob front. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. I was gonna ask if it was Sammy Davis Jr. shooting beer bottles with a glass eye, but he didn't have his glass right. eye at that point. So yeah. what was this movie? Because I'm looking at Robin the, and the Seven Hoods. My ad lib was is he was he trying to convert everybody to Judaism because that's a thing <laughs> that he that yep. he did. Um yep. yeah yeah hmm. 
Um, but everyone looks drunk in it because they were probably were. Um, yeah. uh, it's got lots of weird musical numbers, and uh, I don't know. It's just it seemed very bizarre from the bit I saw from uh, just that little like blurb about mm-hmm. their show. This was it probably sounds point, insane. This probably was a point where Frank Sinatra was just phoning everything in because <laughs> all you had to do was put his name on it and it sold. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a, there's a great uh, Conan, Conan O'Brien clip where uh, I think it's John Mulaney's telling a story about seeing Frank Sinatra as a kid in, like, the 90s. And, like, so I guess at one point Frank had hired his son to, like, conduct his orchestra. And at the end of every show, Frank Sinatra would be like, yeah, I gave my son a job so he wouldn't sit at home and smoke dope all day. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've got to go bang Nancy Reagan. Um, I also want to add that uh, Frank Sinatra's character in Robin Hood and the Seven Hoods is named Robbo. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Oh, actually, uh, Sammy Davis Obviously. Jr. If this is supposed to be a play on Robin Hood, Sammy Davis Jr. is Will. So it's his oh. brother. Is he really? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. then, uh, did his father or his, his mother dip into the ink? Yeah, that's right. And that Dean <laughs> Martin was the little guy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, that's right. And Peter Falk is in this too. Peter Falk. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Is <laughs> Peter Falk guy? Uh, a guy named Guy Gisborne. Okay. okay. Oh, okay. That's really good casting, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He um, plays Alan A. Dale. Yeah. Um. Uh. D. Martin's little John. Uh, what are we going to do? Lady Marion. Yeah, there's uh, Victor Bork is Sheriff Glick. I wonder, I wonder how much of the movie was uh, Dean Martin fighting off psoriasis of the liver? Oh. <laughs> Probably the whole thing. All of it. Oh, I um, I had a friend who had um, his dad had all those old roasts on VHS, like the Dean oh, Martin roasts. That's amazing. With like B. Arthur and Red Buttons and all those other fucking people, and that was like my first exposure to roasts. Um, and, and then I saw like, one on Comedy Central, and I was like, oh. This isn't what I grew up on. (laughs) (laughs) Who actually knew each other would shit on. Yeah, these are getting like they get progressively worse too. Like, what was the one of the last ones? Um, Charlie Sheen. Why are we roasting Justin Bieber? That motherfucker. I mean, my my favorite is when they roasted the current sitting president, um, and they made no jokes really (laughs) at all. Like, well, there was one that. uh, and Coulter was on, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that was the that wasn't Charlie Sheen was on after that. Yeah, so I, 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 like, I can't remember who it was, but everyone who got up on that stage that wasn't Ann Coulter turned their wrath to Ann Coulter. Like at yes. some point, yeah. some kind of hatchet faced goblin bitch. Like, <laughs> what's his name? From that? that was like Doug Stanhope or somebody. Like that was yeah. yeah. They got there and were just they were. Deserve no, awful to her, and that was fantastic. Did anyone point out that she's just a rubber glove stretched over a skeleton? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody said something like that. Yeah, like there was um, like, they were like, oh, yes, and Skeletor's here, and he brought his blonde wig. She dated J.J. Walker. Yeah, she did. Uh, like, for a while. That's that weird. decidedly yeah. not dynamite. Wow, I think we can uh, can end on that one. Uh, No, we need to keep going. We need to redeem ourselves. Keep rising. (laughs) rising. 
I have to watch quite uh, a fucking tentacle monster. Yeah. And yeah. whatever hentai you're into. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to get to there. <laughs> I mean, I'll just say this, though. Uh, this happened a while ago, but R.I.P. Rutger Hauer. Um, and I'm looking at this movie called Split Second, starring Rutger Hauer, where there's a monster with sunglasses and black claws, and I'm going to watch that tonight. Like, oh, I've, I've never seen Hobo with a Shotgun, but I kind of want oh to. Oh, my God, you need to. That movie's great. That and didn't, movie is um, great. Peter Fonda died, like, today or yesterday, right? Uh, he did. Yesterday. He did. Um... But I don't know. Like I didn't have the same reaction to Peter Fonda. You, you don't want to watch the first Ghost Rider where he plays Mephisto? Not really. No. No. I think only people who are alive during the time of Easy Rider coming out care about him. Yeah. I get that feeling as well. Like I always got the sense that I was supposed to care about him. Like, well, he's the, he's the I, son and the brother of two more famous people. Right. But here's the thing. I have more of a connection to Henry Fonda just because I've watched some Leone movies and some old westerns and stuff like that. And uh, 12 Angry Men is probably one of the better movies from that decade that I've seen. Um, probably one of the best movies ever God. made. Henry Fonda's in Wild Hogs? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's probably about... It's uh, he plays like the old the old biker who teaches them how to be bikers. <laughs> um, oh, and Dock Saints too. Oh of no! Course he is. <laughs> of, of course he is. I've never um, seen that, and I want to. I forgot he is a voice in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Really? Oh, the truth. The truth. I always forget this. Oh. He is in the Return to Yuma. Yeah, he's like the old he's like the old uh, fucking not lawman. He's like an old bounty hunter who's yeah. like he on actually, his left legs. When he was when he became like old, he was really good at being like the old like Virgin biker, of whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, the old badass. He's pretty good, and he's also movie. an escape from L.A. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> he plays that the movie. tidal wave that Kurt Russell serves on. That's the only good scene That's in the, the beginning. Movie. So I'll, I'll give him Is this tidal wave going to fight Kevin Costner's tornado? Like, what the fuck? Yes. yes. I mean, or do they do they fusion and become like a giant typhoon? Yes. No, they actually become a water. Okay. That, okay. That, I feel like we can end actually on the sci-fi thing that we were talking about a little bit earlier. So I saw uh, as I was scrolling through Facebook either yesterday morning or this morning. A trailer for a movie called, um, I think it was Zomfoon. Oh, um, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I think this goes back to my comment a couple like weeks ago or whatever. Like the thing is, like I wish I was creative enough to come up with these shitty things. But I was referencing like Screen Rant, but still. you could be a hundred air if you did that for sci-fi. Right, you could eat pretty for a week. <laughs> still, oh, All the Pringles you can eat. Did they, did they cancel Krypton? Yes, <laughs> yes, they canceled Krypton. Yes. But they're yes. making a movie about a typhoon of fucking zombies. Fucking god damn it! How um, does that even work? Is I it don't raining know. tiny hey, zombies? Well, no, so a, a zombie outbreak happens, and then they all get caught in the typhoon. <laughs> It's Sharknado, but take out sharks and replace them with zombies. But yeah. But so, Shark... Rory, tell me the Superman is from Krypton? 
but see, Sharknado, it, it, God, it makes sense to an extent because you could have a, you could have a water spout in a fictional universe that could carry a shark in it. But a typhoon is normally a terrible storm. A typhoon is what the rest of the world calls a hurricane, technically. Or no, is it? Was it Zom? Was it Zom? Sami? Like a tsunami of zombies? Zombie tsunami. But a typh- typhoons and tsunamis are usually pretty connected. Like, they usually happen together. Tsunamis are connected to earthquakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, brother. Which and is like typhoons are like what the, what like, not Singapore, like uh, Indonesia, places like that get hit by. Okay, this is, okay, this is the worst part. They didn't actually give it a clever title like what I was trying to do. It's just called Zombie Tidal Wave. Oh. Is, <laughs> fuck you. Fake. Fuck you. Oh, so World War Z is what you're talking right. about then. Yeah. It's just like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> that that sounds like a bad like third party PlayStation game. I mean, it's a it's a thing that some people have said for a while, which is that um, porn predicts the future of the rest of the internet uh, or the entertainment industry. I mean, um, and this is this is what happened to porn, where the titles became very like this is going to happen at minute thirteen, um, and that's what this is. It's a movie with zombies and a tidal wave and. We don't need to be clever or interesting or even funny with our titling. You're we can just say what it is. You're referencing Tropic Thunder when it says like when he's talking about like that porn is like the thing that finds his technology, right? Right. Well, there have been well, other people who have said this. Porn and it's is, sort of a porn thing is that what happens. dictated if VHS or beta ended up becoming yeah. the winner. Well it's not yeah. yeah, it's not just that though. Like the Blue fact rate. that Right. But the fact that like Porn stars mostly make their money by touring and through having their own websites. Like, that's how you make money through Snapchat and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah. that's how a lot of YouTubers are making money now by having Snapchats and private talks yeah. and private chats and things and like that. And private live streams. Water. Selling right. heat picks. So it sort of it predicts what can happen. Um, and if you're paying attention to that industry at all, it's getting sucked up by a lot of bigger companies that are buying all the little ones and forcing people to go to streaming and they're not selling DVDs anymore, uh, which does not sound familiar at all to what's happening in the rest of the entertainment industry. So, yeah. It's yeah, just... The first thing that's pirated is, is porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking about all these things getting sucked up and eaten up sounds a lot like war. Yeah, yeah, it does. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think that's actually a good place to. We could have we could have avoided it if we just stopped where I said, but instead we had to give him ropes so he could hang us with it. <laughs> I've been waiting, you motherfuckers. Get back on the goddamn boat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get back on the boat you came here on. <laughs> it's too late. You've unleashed me. Uh, I set it out to sea. I'm not on it. <laughs> He's like Dracula. <laughs> the moment I he shot his I land. became the wave as I came back towards the land. 
<laughs> yeah, and he's just... so Jesse Ventura is a pirate who also became. Um, you know what? No, I'm good. The world building up this podcast. <laughs> I'm not, the captain I'm not... was found tra- strapped to his to the wheel of the ship. I am the ship you stand upon, and the water that's carrying said ship. I am all. I am not a... Ventura. So not, you're the water, and it. and you are the well, and you <laughs> drink, drink from it of and me. <laughs> Drink forth and descend. Okay. Drink, yes. Drink. My forward. my voice is starting to fail me. So, all right. Um, I've been Conor <laughs> McGraw. Uh, pff, you are inevitable. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I was trying to get him to say it. <laughs> um. So I've been Conor McGraw. Um, we're in the middle of our blockbuster bombs thing with movie dumpster. Uh, coming up, we're doing a uh, Deep Rising. Rain of Fire is out, and soon I think we're gonna do Green Lantern, and Arlen's gonna be on there. Oh um, yeah! And I said it before, but uh, Joe's gonna be in for a hell of a time because he's gonna sit there and listen to three uh, battered DC fans just tell him why uh, it sucks to be a DC fan as far as movies go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Rain of Fire is out. We did Clash of the Titans. Um, uh, up there in that. I've lost the t-shirt. I can't find the fucking shirt for Clash of Titans. It seems like I did that episode and then it ascended to t-shirt heaven, seemingly having fulfilled its purpose finally. Um, that or Joe theorized that Leterrier came to my house and stole it, having collected the last one. Now he can forget that movie ever existed. Right. Sounds uh, like But we're also doing 13th Warrior, uh, Pluto Nash, and one more, maybe? Maybe not. I can't remember. I gotta look at the list. But yeah, that's what we got coming up. And after that, it's my birthday, and I think we're doing Streets of Fire, Streets of Fire and I can't fucking wait. Nice. Oh my. Yep. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about Willem Dafoe's fucking leather suspenders and his, his uh, Robbie Rotten hair. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so my show, the Los Haro Podcast, which I host with Eric Sayor, uh, that comes out bi-weekly now at this point. So go listen to our last episode, the Coronas and Family Cast edition, uh, in which we cover the entire Fast and the Furious franchise. Uh, we talk about Justice for Han and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's muscles, among many other things. Uh, so yeah, have a, have a good time. Listen to that. Uh, that's all I got for now. Do you talk about a tiny, um, uh, fuck, uh, God damn it. I can't remember his name now. Guy who does the voice of Groot, the Iron Giant. Fuck, Vin Diesel. You talk about tiny yeah. Vin Diesel and Giant. Oh, giant no, Rock oh, no but that is, that is the preview picture for the episode. <laughs> My favorite part of that movie is when the rock flies. I think I posted that at Pixels. No, that's not the rock. It's Vin Diesel who flies. No, no, no. It is the rock that flies. No, he, the rock does. The rock does fly. You're talking about when they're in the airplane, yes, and they're fighting, and then he like levitates up and then forward and closes yes. at a heart, insane, like ridiculous, like angle. Well, him and him and Vin Diesel do a total like combo takedown fucking yes. on on these two dudes. It's fucking insane. Um, yeah, so they, that, they do rival schools united by fate team up. Um, yes, they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me, Eric Fedorchek, at Eric underscore Fedor on Instagram.com. There are pictures of dogs and cats and food and comics and whatever the fuck else I feel like putting up because it's my Instagram. Um, I'm also floating around the Phantom Zone doing the things that I do on there, probably finding weird comic book panels to post or just being a general malcontent. Um, 
And I think that's really all I have because Jesse disappeared into the ocean brine as both right, the ship dude. and the ocean. <laughs> when they go back to Dagon? Like when... <laughs> At the mountains of madness. I Cthulhu to Fatagan, you motherfuckers. He went to go summon Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, okay. I've been in Innsmouth since before time. So with my giant penguins. Um, <laughs> right. So uh don't follow me on social media ever. Don't stop doing it. Uh don't stop doing it. You heard him right there. Follow yeah. Unless you're me. I, I'm allowed to follow him yeah, everywhere. You are he is and select other people. Uh Go subscribe on YouTube, my YouTube channel, The Shut-Ins. Uh, we're on a little bit of a hiatus right now. We're, get, we're getting ready to come back. Um, that's good stuff. And, uh, yeah. Don't follow me on social media, but subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's, it's not, it's, I technically do the channel with someone else. It's not my shit. Uh, check out Monster Mash Podcast. We'll be back eventually. Uh, other than that, yeah. All right, so I'm Luke Gonzalez. You can check out um, on here. We have Smallville Chronicles, where we are. We have one more episode left of season four, and then on Thursdays we do and our comics, which we did a new thing this week, which we had a debate over if you could switch two character, like a character onto a team, uh, who would you do? And the winner was Hellboy hmm. on the Defenders. Interesting. Yes. I- um, Okay. I'm not shocked, but go ahead. Yes, uh, and that was Connor Irving's pick. But um, and we have a new episode of and now Con- or Legion of Tunes coming out this week, talking about the news and kind of discussing these live action remakes. And then you can follow me at Young Underscore Kami. It's Y U N G Underscore K. You bastard. That was fantastic. <laughs> great. I'm not even mad. <laughs> well played. Wow. <laughs> and to go back to what we were talking about before, as the only person here related to somebody who was arrested for a crime related to Vor. Um, oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> ah, yes! Oh no! <laughs> the student is becoming the master. We can end the uh, show oh, here. We can yeah, just. Uh, my face hurts. Done. Oh my god! Thanksgiving recipes I could share with the group. <laughs> no more oh. after darks. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. Bye, everybody. Bye. I've returned from.